Here we go, we gonna send this one out to the old school. All these motherfuckers in the Bronx and Brooklyn and Staten Island, Queens, and all the motherfuckers that laid it down, the foundation, you know what I'm saying? Number love for the old school, that's what we gonna do this one for, you feel me? Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 37 of Another Shitty Podcast. I'm your host, Trent Bruce, and we also will be hearing from our other host, Nick Grace, very soon. Like I said, this is episode 37 of the Quarantine Edition. We go live every Thursday at 12 noon California time on Instagram Live. If you'd like to interact, join the party, you can do that. Or if you are missing us, you can check us out later um, everywhere where podcasts are held. Other than that, guys, let's have a fun show and let's get shitty. I remember Mr. Magic Flash, Grandmaster Castle, Lil Razor Nailbox, and it can last every year. Rock cameras, the shit to me, I flipped to see a Ducky Fresh show with Ricky Jim that I was putting in work. And Chuck Chill had my homies on the hill getting gill when shit was real. What I still remember raw with Daddy Kane when Daylight Soul was putting potholes in the game. I can't explain how it was. Bikini had me pumping on that booty through the buzz, but still I was. Them block parties in the pride, dancing on my block. Dude, I uh, it's good to see you. Good to see you. It was very good to see you yesterday. I was talking to a couple people about that. Um, just seeing you in general and seeing friends in person, yeah, uh, is very nice. Um, <laughs> it's a. Uh, I think we're gonna like relearn a bunch of like social things once we come out of our groundhogs and back into the world. Like, it's a totally like I'm. I'm over the Zoom. Like, it's great to see everyone here. I love interacting with all our friends here. Man, the Zoom thing is just weird. It's just like, it's not how, it's convenient and it's technology helping us out. But it's, uh, you can't really beat that good old fashioned in-person interaction. Right. Nothing beats the in-person real life shit but i don't know if i really agree with you on that i think that it's not going to take very long for people to bounce back and get back into the groove of things and i'll say that because in my personal experience it doesn't take people very long to become ornery or ungrateful for things um even in a time of a pandemic so i think that the reverse can also be the case i think people can adjust to to everything no matter what it is it takes like yeah, what's up, it takes like you know a hardship to happen and it could be hard for years and then i think as long as when things kind of come back to a little bit of a baseline <laughs> when uh gino just said <laughs> i always imagine trip before technology which is <laughs> hilarious <laughs> he's a pre-tech Pre, boy internet yeah um no, no I, I think it's going to be extremes, Nicholas. I think it's going to be, you're going to see people that are like, I'm going to the bar, we're doing everything, we're doing, we're going ham, and I think you're going to see some people who have like, 
you know, I'm not doing anything for a long time. Yeah. What's up, James? We got some um, Michigan State news to get into later. I agree with you there because we're already seeing that. We're already seeing people yeah. that are, I mean, especially in California, this sort of microclimate of COVID nineteen. You have the OC where it's wild. Shit is fucking wild down there. And then you have LA where it's way more restricted. But there's also some wild shit going on in LA too. There must be. Just if cases are as insane as, as they uh, are, <clears throat> just not as um, on the surface. You know what? Uh, my ignorant ass didn't realize until yesterday when I was talking to somebody. Is you know you know how cases are going down in Los Angeles, right? Hmm. Well, they shut down the biggest testing site in America, so of course cases cases are going down. Yeah, Dodger Stadium. Yeah, that's great. It never yeah, fucking right. dawned on me. There's, it's, that's, we're that's not hilarious. doing any better. We're just testing way less. We're testing what is it? What, how many oh. people were getting tested oh. there at one point in time? What's going on? Why are you saying? Oh, your internet's freaking out. It's not. It, you're like, uh, 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 uh. I don't know if it's like that for everyone else, but on my end, you're like a robot. Nope, that's all you, dude. You got to fix your internet. Everything's good over here. Uh, you're all pixelated. I don't know if, if any... Can everyone hear and see Nick okay? Because he's all pixelated for me. My internet has been fucking garbage lately, though. Probably Stu's, Stu's using too much of it. He's siphoning all of the we, G's. We just we just upgraded it. Um. Anyway, what... It's is, all a scam. Anyway, the the Dodger Stadium site was doing, like... How many how many tens of thousands of tests every single day? Oh, I don't know. A ton. Every every single day. So and now that's now it's off. So That's a great point I didn't think about. What's up, Sam? That's a great point I didn't think about is uh yeah, COVID tests are going down. Also the biggest hub that probably tests what, ten thousand people a day yeah. or something? Somewhere around there. In the tens thousands of thousands of people a day, thousands of people a day. Yeah, it's now it's now a vaccine um, rollout. Yeah, so people are straight up testing less, which means people are being popped for COVID way less. Which means shit is not a, okay right now. If I was a meme, I'm that guy going like this. Damn, Man. dude, you're right. That that freaks me out even more. <laughs> well, you can't live your life in fear, Trent Bruce. You gotta keep moving. We're not gonna get into that that argument right now. You disagree? You should live your life in fear. Okay. This is not a, an intelligent way to have an argument. That's all I'll say. I'm having this a, is, I'm having a discussion. Is, I'm not having an argument. No, this is an. People don't know what the word argument means. You can have an intelligent argument, and it's not a fight. An argument is disagreeing with one another. I'm not going to go down this path of arguing with you about this. Come come down this path. Anyway. It's it's dark. It's a little bit creepy. Batman's parents got shot in this on this path, but you can come down this path. I was... Uh, <laughs> I was... <laughs> I like the Batman reference. That helped out a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I was having a discussion with some people earlier via text message. And it's like, you know, on 
Oh. And, oh. Are you there? Yep. My internet, my internet's the one doing it today. It just said it paused the feed. Hey. Anyway, I'm going to keep moving on. Basically, I, I said to them, I was like, my personal views or my own choices with COVID are separate from what I think they should do uh, business-wise, right? What's up, Steph? Like, I personally do not desire to go out and eat or drink in a restaurant yet. But I can also think they should have the right to do that and that people that want to support and do feel safe and do want to do that and, and keep you know businesses going, I think they should be allowed to do that. Yeah. So I think you can have those too. Like I personally, I'm going to just chill on that for a bit. But I also think that you should have the option to do that. And business owners should have the option to run their business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. There's this, you know, I was doing a little bit of deep thinking the other day. And I think that there's been uh-oh. this call for like, <laughs> I probably do too much deep thinking, to be honest. But I do do a lot of it. Which is doo-doo. He said doo-doo, guys. He said doo-doo. Um, and it was it was about how everything has to be. There's a there's a desire for everything to be so cut and dry and black and white, but everything is a dichotomy. There's multiple facets to everything. Things can be two-handed, mm-hmm. three-handed, whatever. No matter what it is. Mm-hmm. There can be people who do shitty things and also good things. There can be businesses. There can be that, people that do shitty things, and for another person, it's not a shitty thing. It's a necessity. Right. Right. There's, there's right. Exactly. It comes down. Like to you don't have money to feed. You don't have money to feed your family, right? So you shouldn't steal these groceries. But your family also needs to eat, right? That's kind of a Sunday school example, yeah. but. You, you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. And it's it's along the lines of what I'm talking about. So, man, I don't even really know where I was going with it. I think I think there's just like in so many cases, and especially anything that has to do with COVID-19 right now, because that's the most popular thing, or politics. There's just like, there is, there is no right or wrong in pretty much anything. There's just a... Uh, this is part of it, and this is part of it, and this is part of it, and this is part of it. On and on and on and on and on and on and on. And you cannot, you can't cut and dry it. You can't make it black and white because you're then you're just gonna piss everybody off because it doesn't, it doesn't. You're fitting a square peg in a round hole. I sound like I'm high right now. We should just move on. I'm totally sober today, but it sounds like I'm high, and I'm realizing what <laughs> I'm saying. Is, uh... <laughs> Our, uh, the new name of this podcast is the Nick Grace Experience, guys. Dude. Joe, is Joe Rogan the Amazon of podcasting? Where people are just buying Let's, Amazon all day or just listening to me, Joe Rogan all day? I want to give you two cents about this. Mm-hmm. I watched the Undertaker interview with him. Because Undertaker's been revealing stuff that he's kept secret for 30 years. Because he was from old school wrestling where you don't talk about the behind the scenes stuff. Real fight club you stuff. still keep the... You keep kayfabe. You keep the illusion that what's happening is somewhat real, right? It's not? So he's 
he's been revealing he's been revealing all this stuff and he had a long interview with we know Kathy we're, we're gonna get to it that's her favorite part she's like she wants to know what's up with next week um but they had a two and a half hour interview it was very interesting mm-hmm. so on the other hand of that the frustrating thing about Joe Rogan as of late um in my opinion, he's having some people on there that don't deserve any kind of stage time or any kind of voice. Um, like the Alex Joneses of the world. Why are you giving this guy a microphone twice? Um, he had Kanye on again. But um, you didn't listen to Kanye's interview. No, I don't. I'm just not going to pay attention to him as much anymore. Okay. Um, and the shit that he said about the vaccine recently, it's like. The whole vibe of his show, right, is this casual thing. He's just chatting with friends, interesting people. But he kind of like flippantly was like, I'm not going to get the vaccine. And kind of went off on that a little bit. And so my issue with that isn't his personal beliefs of the vaccine. You do you. You don't have to fucking get it. It's you have this huge platform that influences a huge demographic of people, especially men from like 25 to like 35, 40, right? And people are going to hear you say, I'm not getting the vaccine. And they're going to, then that's going to be processed to them of like, I'm not getting the vaccine. I don't need the vaccine. So here's my two things. You know what I mean? Here's my two things with that. That takes away personal responsibility for all the people who are going to do whatever somebody they admire is going to do. So that's on them. And then my second thing on that is I think it's a little bit dangerous to because somebody doesn't agree with the way that you think should things should be going that they shouldn't have a platform to talk about it I agree with everything you just said I also think you need to know what the fuck your words the weight of your words have and the fact that you just got you just got exclusive contract with Spotify and you have millions and millions of people listening to you and then you spout on there that you're not going to get the vaccine and then, then this, 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 and that. Why? Um, that's going to influence people. Just like when Oprah tells you, go buy this book and all of her followers go buy this book. I know it's a little more um, wholesome or whatever, but like similar like group think. And I, I do agree. Think for your fucking self. Don't listen to a celebrity. But it, that stuff sinks into your psyche. You know what I mean? Yeah, like anything just else, like any stuff, other stimulus. Just the stuff Instagram, we ingest. Twitter, yes. ESPN, all that stuff. Yes. Yes. I'm just, all I'm saying is, I think people like that need to, like, I'm not saying he needs to apologize or filter himself or cater to anything. I just think he needs to know, like, that to me, as, as a listener of him before, um, you know, that, that that stuff carries weight. That's all. He, ha- he has a big influence. So, again, personal choice. But I also think a lot of people will hear people like that talk and they'll just do whatever they say. Sure. Like, he sells proteins and shit. And he sells, like, gimmicky, like, pills and vitamins. Well, Who's his, buying that shit? That's his personal business. A lot of people do, actually. You know, But you know what I'm saying? Kind of. If he if he didn't have this platform, he wouldn't be selling it. Like we wouldn't even know about it. That's how. Moving on. That's how <laughs> the world works, Trent. <laughs> that's how. Okay. Business maybe, works. Maybe you. Uh, maybe you passed your uh, joint over here to me. I think so. 
I think so. Yeah. It sounds like you're just a little frustrated, which is fine. Being frustrated is fine. What's up, Dan? Welcome to the show. I am fr- I am frustrated. I think you can say whatever you want to say, whatever, and I can choose not to listen to you. So Boom. that's all I'll do. I'm just Boom. not going to tune in. Except for Great. you should never choose not to listen to another shitty podcast. You should always choose to listen to another shitty podcast. Or do they have a choice, or is it just subconsciously, you know, subconsciously in you that every Thursday at noon you're going to turn this program on and right that's exactly what we do yeah mind control trent bruce let's do let's get into our weeks (laughs) it sounds like my mother's getting a little bit frustrated let's get into our weeks well we you and i you and i came on here with uh you and i came on here with some uh different kind of energy here we did a little off today Mostly this guy, myself. Let's get into what's going on in our weeks. Let's sing it like we always do. What's What's up up with with your week? week? What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your week? Week. Eek. Trent Bruce, <laughs> let's go. Let's go with you first. What's going on in your week, my friend? Oh man. Well, quick, quick shout out. Um, we have some. We have some people shouting themselves out on our podcast about your hoodie, <laughs> your tie dye hoodie. Oh, yeah. Already, that was. <laughs> I was going to get mash. into that in my week, but we can jump the gun. Well, they were they were commenting. Anyway, check out Nick's cool hoodie. It's a color match hoodie. If you guys like tie-dye, check out Color Mesh. I wanted some dark green flavor. Reminded me of my university. Ashley hooked it up. She's fantastic. Color Mesh on Instagram. Uh, The sister of Trent's girlfriend, Stephanie. Both those girls are great. But Ashley's the one that does this as a business. And Ashley is really good at her job. So thank you, Ashley. Boom. Um, Great. What's going on with my week, Nicholas? Um, it was my time to pick family movie night. Um, I chose a movie which you'll be surprised I've never seen. I still need to watch it this week. Um, the Green Mile. I never saw The Green Mile. And so um, there's, a, those, there's a handful of these big classic movies that have flown under the radar for years. And I was like, I was kind of rattling off Tom Hanks movies in my head. I was like, I still haven't seen The Green Mile. Yeah. So um I heard it's a pretty tough one, but um yeah, I'm excited excited to watch it. Um so I need to do that. Um multiple people have been telling me and told you that we need to watch this um performance um I guess it's performance art or magic or kind of a, a new whole thing, but it's on Hulu called In and of Itself. Mm-hmm. Um Saw Vince posting about it. Mark texted us about it. Sitka and uh, Andrew uh, Stewart was saying it was really good. So I'm waiting to watch that with Steph. I'm really excited to watch that. Um, got a couple job opportunity situations kind of on the stove. So we'll see what happens there. Um, excited about that. 
and I'm just getting a little bit better uh, kind of putting myself out there. You know, I think doing the, the job hunting thing is exhausting, like on Indeed and LinkedIn. I don't know if any of you guys are doing that too, but it's uh, it feels kind of hopeless sometimes because you're like thousands and thousands of job openings and you know thousands of applications and all that. So I've just been putting myself out there more and a couple friends reached out and we'll see what... Um, See what happens. So that's some good, good, good vibes for the week. Only good vibes. Um, what else? Um, as you guys are probably getting annoyed about, but I am working out and I've been talking about it a lot. I feel great. Uh, my gut's getting smaller, which is great. That's the goal. Um, I'm down two pounds as of this morning, Nicholas. That's great. Nice. And um, only 48 more to go. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm trying really hard not to drink during the week and only if I do drink, only drink, uh, twice a week at the most, that's been hard, but, um, I took time off last week. I haven't drank it all this week, so I'm doing good. Uh, thank you, Jose. Yeah. And, uh, you said I, I look good. I, mm. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Uh, dude, it's, it's been great, man. Um, not only physically, but I've talked to you a little bit, a little bit about this too. Um, this really helps clear my head. Um, there's days where I don't really want to do much or it just feels, you know, being stuck in the house sucks or just the same thing, Mm -hmm. you know, not the routine of going to work, seeing friends, all that. Um, Mm -hmm. thank you, Sam. Um, but yeah, it's only a 25 minute workout every day. I'm still walking. Um, it's good. It's really, really good. And, and anyone that is thinking about getting back into a workout routine, um, it's really easy The the video series I work out or use is called burst fit and it's just body weight stuff and five pound weights, like interval training keeps your heart rate up. Um, it's just creating healthy routines, healthy habits, just like you can create bad habits we're not as aware of it. We're not consciously going, oh, I'm drinking it. I want to drink every day. I want to eat shit every day. I, uh, you know, I want to go to sleep at horrible times. Like, mm-hmm. we're not as conscious of that as we are it's the good habits. So mm-hmm. I think in our minds, we make these, like, good habits seem difficult or we seem like it's a challenge because these bad habits are just kind of, they've just happened over time. Like, I wasn't, like, telling myself, don't work out. I wasn't telling myself drink a lot. I wasn't telling myself go eat fast food all the time. Well, bad habits are always the easier thing to do because you don't think about them. If it's easy, chances are it's a bad habit. If it's hard, that means it'll be rewarding, which is probably a good habit. And both of them, we talked about this, they both snowball both directions. You're at the, you have to think of yourself as if you're at the top of the mountain. If you go off this side, you're going to snowball bad. And if you go on that side, you're going to snowball good. All of your decisions impact the next decision. Yada, 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 mm. yada, yada. For your life. Yada, yada, just yada, 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 yada. Yada, yada, ah. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's, how it, that's how it goes. You drink, you drink beer this night, and then you end up, oh, you know what, fuck it, I'll get a pizza. Or, you know, and then I'm waking up late. Then I don't really want to go to work, so I go to work, and I don't really want to be there. And then I don't want to be there, so I'm a little sad, so I'll eat fucking pizza and drink a beer, and it just all snowballs. Where you wake up yep. in the morning early, 
you're like, ah, I got all this time. I guess I could go for a walk. You go for a walk. A little bit later, you're like, you know, I went for a walk. Maybe I'll eat a salad. The next day, you're like, ah, I fucking, I walked. Maybe I'll go for a run today. And it just, but you have to be aware that yep. that's what's going to happen both ways. You're fighting yourself both ways. And dude, the goal are is, you the ghostwriter? Are you the ghostwriter of my biography, dude? You don't have to tell everybody on the internet, but but yeah, I, I am. I, f- I feel like this should get me an official writing credit instead of being a ghostwriter. I, I think you just need to yell, stay hard, and then that was officially a David Goggins speech. Or uh, I got to start yelling, who's going to carry the boats? Stay hard! Who's going to carry the boats? He's probably my favorite thing that, that uh, Joe Rogan has given us. Oh yeah, him or Steve Ranella. Oh, yeah. Steve, I love Steve Ranella as well. I don't so, know him. You know what? Just like we were saying earlier, not everything's good or bad. Joe did give us those. Oh, guys. I did. I, I was just saying I didn't know him. Oh, I'll look him up. I'll learn you about him later. What else you got, my but, friend? Um, yeah, piggy ending up wrapping that up. But uh, it just feels good, guys. And if you're in a rut mentally or physically. Start with one day. Take it day by day. You know, if you're drinking a lot of beer, cut it out for a day. You know, get your heart rate up. Go on a walk. Change your setting. These little things pile on to each other to make a good habit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only difficult because you've been doing the bad habit for so long. It's really not difficult. It, this stuff isn't really hard. Okay, in the moment you're like, oh, my abs hurt. Oh, my arms hurt. It's not that bad. It's 25 minutes, 30 minutes a day, an hour a day. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Think about how long you're scrolling on your fucking phone, right? Hours. How long this podcast is watching us for an hour, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and just think of a anyways. think of a cost. What is it? Cost effectiveness? Is that the fucking word or the ROI? You can be in pain yeah. for a good amount of time. But the end goal is that you're going to feel very, very good for a very long time. Yeah. And if you take the easy way out, you Thank don't you, feel Gino. pain at all. And then you also feel like shit for uh, forever. Yep. And you have all these conditions and and yada, yada, yada. Um, right. Just like Samantha just, quick, just said, uh, choose your heart. Yeah. That's what it is. Um. Oh, Jose suggesting read The Alchemist. I'll have to give that a look. Um, Fuck you. On. I tried to give you that and you didn't want to read it. I tried to give you The Alchemist a year ago. Oh, I, oh I'm sorry. I don't. You son of a bitch. He just said that. I was just reading it out loud. God. You should read The Alchemist. I don't... It's fantastic. Okay. I got two people telling me to read it. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Nick's on one this morning, dude, or this afternoon now. Uh, what else here, man? <laughs> uh, the Kansas City Chiefs should win the Super Bowl on Sunday. Um, there's a part of me that wants to be kind of a fun, competitive game. The other side of me wants to see Kansas City win like 60 to like 3. That would be awesome. Fuck a Tom Brady, yo. Also, I don't want it to happen against the Chiefs, but if 
if Tom Brady wins, that's pretty crazy. I know. That's pretty crazy. I know. That'd be like Jordan winning with the Wizards. Old ass Jordan winning no. with the Wizards. It'd have been like if Jordan went to the Lakers and won with the Lakers. Tampa Bay wasn't bad. The 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 Bucks the were not were the terrible. Lakers, bro. Yeah, but the Wizards were terrible. He yeah. Jordan played for the Wizards because he he owned them and they were so bad and he realized I'd be yeah. the best player on this team if I joined. Yeah, yeah. He's like, let me get let, let me uh, write everyone a check and I'm gonna write myself a check. <laughs> That's what it was. Jordan is the ultimate undercover uh, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they stole that idea from him. It's another reason why he's the best. He's the GOAT. Oh my god. It would be so funny if he was just down there watching the game in a suit and then it, it ripped like a like a cartoon and he just had his basketball gear on. Oh man. That was crazy he played for them. Anyways, moving on. Last thing I've got. Uh, Nick and I don't want to say too much. If you follow us on Instagram, you might have gotten a clue yesterday. Um, we had Jose, who's on here at Zone One Movement, um, help us out with uh, a little thing that we have cooking on the stove behind the scenes uh, for another shitty podcast. If you're on here, you're listening to us, you're a fan, you're a friend. So we'll have some cool stuff happening soon. So be on the lookout. Stay tuned, yeah. folks. Little hint, it may or may not be wearable, therefore apparel. May or may not. May or may not. It it may not, but it also may. In fact, True. it's very likely that you could wear it. But also, you, you don't have to. Yeah, because we, we don't deal in absolutes. <laughs> not on another shitty We're podcast. Not- we're, we're not going to say something and then you just magically, like a puppet, have to follow everything we say. You have free will. Right, Nicholas? Yeah. We're not your <laughs> Jeff Bezos overlords. What's going on with your week, dude? What's going on in my week is that the Super Bowl is this Sunday, so of course, fuck Michigan and fuck Tom Brady. Other than that, I really don't care. Shout out to Color Mash for this amazing tie-dye job on this hoodie made it pretty nice i kind of don't i was telling trent earlier this hoodie is not my favorite hoodie in the world which is part of the reason why i got it tie-dyed and it is considerably now more loved by myself so thank you ashley for doing this <laughs> to, to my hoodie if you guys want stuff tie-dyed check out color mash on instagram yeah this morning, I've been a little bit sluggish, so I tried to eat a couple of chocolate chip pancakes, make myself feel a little bit better. I think it's kind of yeah. working. It's starting to wear, it's starting to rub like rub off on me a little bit. <laughs> I would encourage everybody to every once in a while treat yourself. My favorite way of doing so is a pancake, German style, peanut butter, applesauce, maple syrup. Is that German style? I think so. I think the apples on pancakes is a German thing. I don't know that um, I don't know that <laughs> applesauce necessarily is, but I learned it from my grandmother, my grandma Grace. Okay. And our whole family <clears throat> does it. 
it's we're obsessed with it. It's great. It makes them sloppy, and the sloppy pancake is the best kind of pancake. Big fact. I'll do the peanut butter. I'll do the peanut butter. I don't know about the applesauce. I would encourage you to give it a try. You will not be disappointed. Big trust. Sounds good. Big trust. Trust. Um, trust fall. Big trust fall on trust, that pancake. Yeah, into a pile of pancakes. Oh golly! <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Man, I really do sound like I'm stoned this morning, and I am not. All the things that I've been talking about. <laughs> Oh, I'm a little bit too aware of myself today. Um, I found, this past Saturday, I found a super secret basketball uh, run down in Crenshaw. And I got to play. And it was amazing. But I will no longer be able to play in it because starting this weekend, I have to be working weekends. So I got one run of basketball in. It's my first game of basketball since before the pandemic. It felt amazing. I was not as bad as I thought I would be. Um, it was really cool. It was at a church down there, and we just donate money, and the church allows us to play there. It was indoors. The rules and the reason why we were playing is that everybody was getting tested once a week because there was one gentleman that's um, caretaking for his grandmother, and then I was able to play because I already got sick. So I am... As we've discussed on the show before, I'm a demigod, and I cannot get sick for at least another month and a half. I'm the strongest man oh alive. God. Nothing can kill me. But I will no longer be playing <laughs> basketball. I will I will no longer be playing basketball, uh, at least in the immediate future. So I have to figure something else out because we've also talked about this on the show. I have too many basketball shoes. I don't even have a place to put these. I wear them around the house now. So if anyone knows of any runs... Where did, um... Please let me know. Where did you hear about this? I ran into a, a guy that was in my old basketball league when I was just out on the town, and he was wearing all of his basketball gear, and I was just like, dude, what, what's up? And he goes, oh, I just got done playing basketball. I'll tell you about it later. And they're keeping it really secret, and I think rightfully so. It's There's no reason to broadcast it. You don't want everybody showing up to try to play basketball. That's a yeah. That would be a super spreader event. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to be super good at basketball, not be a super spreader. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what happened last Sunday. I watched the Royal Rumble with the one and only Zenobia Duncan, and that was hilarious. We'll get into the Royal Rumble a little bit later, but boy, is it yes. fun! To not really know very much about wrestling, but really, I really love the Royal Rumble. It's such a fun event. Yeah. But I don't know very much about wrestling. And Zenobi knows nothing about it. So it was very fun to try to explain to her that it's not real. (laughs) And and, uh, and kind of the the format of the show and and all that stuff. So it was was cool. She didn't buy in right away, but it it was pretty cool. The podcast did have a photo shoot yesterday. I think it went really well for some sort of thing we may or may not be selling that you may or may not be wearing or able to wear. Super excited for that. It was really great. Shout out to Jose. He took some amazing pictures. Shout out to you, Trent Bruce. I know you don't model very much, but I think we got some good stuff out of you. (laughs) And shout out to Steph because I don't know what what it is about ladies, but they just know how to turn it on. They're all models. Yeah. 
You yeah. get them in front of a camera and they know exactly what they're doing. So she absolutely they, crushed They know it. their angles. They know their angles. They sure do. So work started up again this week. Been very busy. Very grateful because I just have the wildest interactions with people that I think if you would have told me in high school I'd be talking to these people, I'd have been like, there's no way. And... The clientele. Yeah, and it's just, it's very, it's very humbling, and I'm super grateful to just be in this position that I'm in, and one of those things where it's just kind of, you don't, I have a hard time even grasping how I got here, but I'm very, Mm. very grateful that I did, and I'm trying really, really, really hard, so I'm sure that factors in. Um, I will be working brunches, so if you're bored on the weekends, please come and see me. I would love to see you. And what time are those again, Nick? Those, are, those will be from 10.30 until 2 o'clock will be when we close. So it'll be a little little window there. Starting on Valentine's Day weekend. Nice. So if you have a significant other, unlike myself, you should come and see me and rub it in. Great. Are you working both days? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Nice. The one, the other bad thing, there's, I, I do love my job, but at, like it got in the way of basketball, it is also getting in the way of me snowboarding. I have to figure out how I'm going to do that in the future. I do not have any all-wheel drive vehicles um, in my possession. If anybody does and is willing to let me borrow or like trade vehicles, please, please can we do that? I really want to snowboard. It's really fun. Also, Wait, how did you go up there last time then? Zenobia's car is an all-wheel is an all-wheel drive uh, vehicle. So, but she works a regular nine to five. So now I I, I need to find another one. Um, switching gears, EA Sports NCAA football is back in two thousand and three or two thousand twenty three. Shit. Um, I am so excited. I am so excited. We haven't had it since two thousand fourteen. It is the best game in the history of games behind or tied with Mario Kart on N64. It is yep. so fun. I hope we can get a dynasty going again like we had in college with all the college homies. Except for now, if some of them have kids, maybe they'll be in the league. Who knows? But I'm so excited. Also, Michigan State football beat Michigan football and Michigan State basketball beat Duke basketball this year so everything is good and we're going to get into it a little bit later but Matt Ishbia my former coach at Michigan State just donated a fuck ton of money to the Michigan State athletic program and I am so excited it happened this morning and I'll talk about it a little bit later that is my week we already did Trent Bruce's week Trent Bruce how was the weather outside Oh, Nick, is that you in the studio? Sure is. Wouldn't be nobody else. Oh, yeah. I'm just out here reporting the weather outside, as you can see in here. Um, it's, it's pretty nice. You know, I went on a walk this morning and needed a little bit of a hoodie. It's kind of chilly, uh, brisk, if you will. Um, I did take off the extra blanket on my bed. Last night because it was getting hot, so it's I think it's about the perfect temperature during the day and the nighttime. Um, so if you're like me, you run hot, you know you go outside maybe wear a flannel or um, a hoodie, but you still um, 
I still wear shorts. I don't think I ever, unless I have to, we'll put pants on. I'll, I'll probably just be wearing shorts. So I don't know if that's a weather report or a fashion report, but that's the weather. <laughs> Thank you, Trent Bruce, for that fantastic weather report. No one does the weather like Trent Bruce, and we love him for it. He gives us the weather every Thursday at noon, guys. That's reason enough oh for you to God. tune in. You know what else is reason enough for you to tune in? <laughs> Listener and viewer questions. And that's what time it is. This is the segment of the show where we answer all of your pressing questions. And we give you the straight talk, the no spin, everything you need to know about anything you want to know. I'm Nick Grace. That's Trent Bruce. Let's get into it. Trent Bruce, is it ever too late for early times? Okay. You sent me that question. Does that mean early times like the booze? Sure does. Isn't that like a shitty whiskey? Well, that's a little. Uh, that's an opinion. It is a whiskey. Uh, okay, a cheap whiskey. Answer the question. That may or may not come in a plastic bottle. Is that a country music line? Is it too late for early times? No, I we have a cousin in law. I don't like early times. <laughs> we have, we have we have a cousin in law who is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life, and that was a phrase that we had heard him say one time. <laughs> and he's that's he's, pretty good. Has a lot of really good one liners, and that was one of them, and it stuck with me for a while. So I will I will press you again. Is it ever too late for early that's times? That's pretty good. <laughs> say no, no. Because it's never too late for early times. Oh, my God. And my Uncle Jeff agrees. He agrees. Um, This question is from my cousin Joe Grace. He says, is Matt Ishbia a greater asset to the basketball community than LeBron James? And the answer to that is, of course, yes, because he's a Spartan. And that's all it takes. That's all it takes. But, again, um, Matt Ishbia is... guy that i was just mentioned and i'm going to get into what he has done um a little bit later in the podcast when we get to the basketball section but he did something pretty fucking cool for my university the the anticipation's killing me yeah he did something pretty cool for my university a university that has been pretty fraught with some scandals massive scandals to be honest um lately and some really poor uh administration decisions so hopefully he's in a way sort of a little bit of a savior for that program Mm. and that university so he's cool dude um yeah Matt Ishbia LeBron James has done a lot of really cool shit too I've got a question for you what's up what is the best food to have at the Super Bowl nachos nachos what yeah, nachos, buffalo wings, bar food. Yeah, wings and nachos. I mean, you can't really go wrong with nachos. You can't. I think you would have to be a grade A idiot if you fucked up nachos. I'll tell you where the only reason you can go bad on nachos is, is if you get those stadium nachos that's just the melted Velveeta over the circle chips. That's not mm-hmm. nachos. That's just gross. Yeah. Yeah, cheese dip. Well, yeah, that's a queso. Um, uh, also, 
you got to rank these. Okay. Coors, Budweiser, Miller, Paps. Rank them? Yep. This is pre-sponsorship, right? Because we're actually pursuing two of these for sponsors. As... <laughs> um, I'll, take so, any, I'll take any of it. So please, uh, you know, I can always go back and edit this however I need to. But as where we stand right now, number one is Paps Blue Ribbon in all forms. Number two is Coors. Number three is Miller. And number four is Bud, in my personal opinion. How about yourself? Ooh. Does Miller count Miller High Life? I'm assuming it's all under the brand. Damn, this is hard. Damn. Miller High Life. Right now, Banquet Beer. Paps, Budweiser. Yeah, Budweiser's really not that good. It's, I think it's fine, but if I see them all on the shelf, it just, it, it, it depends on the hankering, you know, but I think Coors Banquet beer right now, that's the yeah. top dog for me. Coors Banquet is fantastic. Cur- currently, but Miller High Life, man, the bang for the buck on that one's pretty damn good. <laughs> uh, what is the worst food, what is the worst food to microwave? fucking microwave anything anymore. meat if it's already been cooked and then you have to heat it up somehow i'd say that because it pretty much ruins it it makes it warm but it ruins it um that um also any type of like pizza product bagel bite pizza roll microwave pizza it's all mushy it's not the crust isn't like crusty or like hardened that's right it stays like moist or something i just got a toaster oven my sister gifted me a toaster oven and man that thing is next level i want to be the first person to welcome you to adulthood my friend it's very nice you get the quality of the oven with with a little bit longer time in a microwave and it fucking rolls toaster ovens are the best kitchen appliance right next to Mark and I had buffalo wings and an air fryer, which were incredible. Yo, air fryers are becoming the fucking jam. Everybody's got one or everybody's getting Yo, one. It, I thought it was all a gimmick. I thought they were like just a little, like a kind of like a toy or just like, how do you cook it? It doesn't make a any toy? sense. Yeah, like a child's toy. Yeah. What? <laughs> and You thought it was like a fucking what? easy bake oven? It might, that might have been... One of the best buffalo wings I've ever had. No kidding. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. I feel you. But, I mean, doesn't buffalo wings really just come down with the sauce at the end of it? You can co- you put here's just thing. that sauce on here's, anything, right? Sure. Here's the thing. I think a good wing has a sauce coating, but it's not dripping wet, covered in sauce. I don't want to bite into it and it's all over my face. It's dripping. And you're not even tasting the, the chicken. The chicken's probably dry. It's just covered in sauce. It needs to have a thin layer. So we cook the wings for about 20 minutes. Take them out. Then toss them in the sauce. Put them back in for five. And then the sauce. 
like we do a dry rub before and then the sauce is perfectly coated on the outside where it's not like just dripping off oh it's so good oh i'm salivating trent bruce is tossed in the sauce trent bruce <laughs> will the olympics ever happen That was, that was for you because you're more on the pulse of that. But I don't think anytime soon. No. Not this year. Well, no. Well, it's an, it's an odd year. So we we don't have the Olympics on odd years. Um, yep. Do I think the Olympics will happen? Yes, I do. Because we've seen that bubbling can work. And I think when you have something like the Olympic Committee that is an entity of just like almost every nation, I think they can find a way and throw enough money at it to make it work. I, sure. I'm i not surprised and I'm glad it got canceled, Most rec- the most recent attempt, because there just wasn't enough time to figure it out. But mm. I think the NBA is actually a really big part of this and that they've, they have this formula or format for a bubble scenario and i think you could i think you can do that on an olympic level it would just cost a lot of money and let's be real olympic village is going to be going off in a bubble area like there's rumors about olympic village it already does go off i know it already does go off the shit that happens in olympic village or wink wink doesn't happen in olympic village already in a pre-covid world now it's going to be like a lockdown scenario. Remember when you would have lockdowns in middle school and high school and you were like just convinced that this was the time that you were going to just be with all the girls for some reason, even though you're like 12? <laughs> I would get uh, so hyped. I I'd be that like, thought, but... no, I'd be so hyped. We'd do lockdowns and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I know how this is going to go. Just me oh my God. and all of the hot girls. And also <laughs> I have. But that's where it would end because I don't know what that means. I would just be like, it's just going to be me and all the hot girls doing something. And I you're just know. like, and you're just, you're just like, yep. Hey, hi. Yeah, probably. Because you can't talk, you can't talk to women at or girls at twelve years old. Correct, but I would have them all to myself because in a in a lockdown scenario in a twelve year old brain, <laughs> nobody else is there <laughs> except for you and all the hot girls. And that's oh what Olympic God, Village is going to be. <laughs> that's what Olympic Village is going to be. And speaking of hot girls, right. shout out to Lolo Jones because she just won a fucking uh, world medal for, for downhill oh. for uh, bobsled oh, like two days ago. Shout out friend sick. of the pod, Lolo Jones, future friend guest of the to the show. She's going to be fucking awesome in the Winter Olympics. Trent Bruce, I'm going to okay. ask you this because you asked me this, but I'm going to ask you Let first. Me- Okay, go ahead. Well, let me try to explain it because I was trying to type it out. I don't think it makes sense. Okay. So if you could pick, I'll answer two. If you could pick one actor, okay, and you could go back and do all the roles that they did, right? Not to say who's your favorite actor, mm-hmm. but if you could take one actor or actress mm. and you could do the roles that they were in, who would it be? For me, it would be Robert De Niro. Oh, I mean, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> he's he's not my favorite actor of all time. My favorite actor of all time is Tom Hardy, and then followed by Clint Eastwood, which you actually mentioned in the... You mentioned both of them in the question, I but... Both of them. <laughs> but, um, but I would go with Robert De Niro. 
because yeah. I think he was incredibly important with the trajectory of what acting became. I think mm. he's like, not to the level of Brando, but just about. Just about. I would argue. I would argue more so. I, I wouldn't mean, because Brando's Brando kind of recreated what an actor is on a on a on a film scale. Um, so and and a naturalistic let me, scale. Let me let me correct let me correct that. His, De Niro's influence and longevity, just time on the screen. But what okay. you're arguing is just acting in general. Okay. Yeah. De Niro's been around for a long time, and he's made the jump yes. from from twenties twenties uh, roles to fatherly age roles to now grandfather roles, and that's those are yeah. all segments. That's like, first of all, it's really fucking hard to break into this business at any age, and then t- in order to stay relevant as you age is also incredibly fucking difficult. That's why you see yeah. a lot of you see a lot of teen stars they never you don't hear from them again or you see a lot of people who are 20s and then they play 40s and then it gets around dad age and they're like not believable and they you never hear from them again yeah so in order to make that crossover is incredible i'm sure that there's other people i can think of i mean clint eastwood's one but a lot of the stuff that clint eastwood has done he's done himself he started directing his own stuff so he became a vehicle for himself so what De Niro's done is probably I, I'm struggling to think of anybody else that has done something similar to what you're saying, having that range uh, or a scope. Yeah, I'm sure there is. I just can't think of any. But I would say I would say De Niro because his roles yeah. are those they're those gangstery, gritty Italian roles. We think of gangster yeah. movies and we think of De Niro, or we think of Scorsese and we think of De Niro. He was sure. the '70s. He was the '80s. He's this. He's that guy, so I would, I would go with him, for sure. How about yourself? This is a hard question. Um, immediately, I thought of either Robin Williams, because he had so many fun comedic roles, and also very deep, um, more dramatic roles. I mean. Uh, I'm not ripped and uh, look like Brad Pitt, but I think Brad Pitt's roles are fascinating. For sure. I watched Killing Them Softly not too long ago. Um, I think his role in Burn After Reading is hilarious. His iconic roles are awesome. You just watched Uh, uh, The Assassination of Jesse James a couple weeks ago. I did watch that too. I've always been a big Brad Pitt guy. Um and, you know, like, in the public eye, he's like, oh, you know, like, people's, you know, hottest men or whatever. It's like, Brad Pitt, if you, like, look past that, I mean, yes, he's very handsome. A lot of these big actors are. But, like, you look past just, like, this, he's done some incredible roles from Seven to Fight Club. Um, I still haven't seen Benjamin Button. Um uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is really fun, um, but I would think I would. Ha- I think I would. Ocean's pick Eleven, Williams. Twelve, Thirteen. He fucking crushes oh, yeah. him there. He's um, he is a phenomenal. Is he in Snatch? He He's in Snatch, snatch right? Mm-hmm. He's in Snatch. He plays a a pikey, a gypsy. Pikeys. 
He's, I hate Pikeys. He's a phenomenal actor, probably the best of that generation. Or like that. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. The best of like you know? that age of like five years to ten years on both sides is probably him. His biggest his biggest enemy is himself. He looks too good that people won't take him. Yeah. They take his acting skill for granted. If he was an uglier yeah. actor, if he was an uglier man, his his acting chops would just be so much more valued. So his biggest flaw mm. is his appearance, and that's that's no joke. Brad Pitt is yeah fucking great. Um, this Trent Bruce is one of the best questions I think we've ever gotten. This really gets at the heart of what it means to be human, and this is from Old Mac Tiki, Mike. Um, when you're counting to five on your fingers. Is the thumb one, or is it five? That's a great question. So let's try it. So do you go? Do you go like this, or do you go like this? See, I think when I was younger, I would do one, two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. The older I've gotten, I don't know why. What happened? Mm-hmm. I definitely go one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so I'm I, gonna say it's the thumb. I start with my thumb. thumb. Everybody who watches us do "What's Up with Your Week" when we count, yeah. I do. I don't know why. Yeah. It's probably it's one, two, three. It's where probably it should, just it, it. It looks better as one, two, three. I disagree. I think you look. So you go. You go. I think counting with your thumb first instantly makes you look more attractive, more handsome, smarter. <laughs> Anything that's a good quality, I think it makes you look more of that. There you go. Um, this is from Chris from Thick Boys Cookie Company. Uh, what is the best kind of donut, and what is the best donut shop? My favorite donut shop is Trejo's Donuts on the corner of Santa Monica and Highland. I think yours is Sidecar. So I guess I, mm-hmm. I guess I don't Sidecar really Sidecar Donuts. Yeah, both phenomenal. I like Trejo's because they do a vegan donut. Again, not a vegan over here. I very much love eating animal products. Um, but <laughs> I'm a big fan of vegan desserts. And they do a vegan donut that is a banana base. And it's fucking phenomenal, in my opinion. Trejo's is good. The the best kind of donut, I'm guessing he's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to limit this myself to like standard donuts. Like standard donut types, rather than being not like, like voodoo. Yeah, not anything extreme like one-off things, because that could just be you know, who can beat something that only one person does? So we, we could talk for three hours about what are the best donuts. For sure. So I'm gonna say of standard donuts that you can get anywhere. My favorite kind of donut is the chocolate cake with the glaze. So if it's got oh double chocolate, cho- yes. That's that is my favorite type of donut. What about yourself? I mean, I think I'm gonna have to go with like a, a Long John or Boston cream. So chocolate mm-hmm. icing on top, custard in the middle. Um, that or um, I really do like uh, what is it? A bear claw or apple fritter? What's the apple one? There's bear, a, a bear claw top. is pretty much the same thing as a Long John, I think. Oh, man, I can't believe I don't know the name of it right now. It's got like an apple, like pie apple filling kind of stuff in it. But it's a donut? 
yeah, my mom's going to know it. My grandpa used to get it for me all the time. Um, I think it's a bear claw. No, it's not. A, oh, man. Apple. Apple fritter. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a that's not a donut. That's a fritter. No. Your favorite can't donut can't up. be a fritter. No, I can't look it up. Um, I got to look it up. Can I look it up? Yeah, we're going to move on, though. Trent Bruce, tacos, burgers, pizza, or wings, three have to go and only one can stay. What are you going with? Okay. Okay. Forever. Um, it is an apple fritter, by the way, is what I'm talking about. It's not a that donut. That is correct. It's not a donut. Yes, it is a donut. No, it's a fritter. Okay. First time I've ever done this. Nick, this is a donut. That is not These a donut. These are donuts. I want everybody on, everybody that's on the show right now that's looking at what Trent is showing us on the internet. He's showing us <laughs> fritters. And I want you to comment, do you agree that it's a donut or is it actually a fritter because it's a fritter? Please respond. Trent Bruce, right. tacos, burgers, pizza, or wings. Three of them have to go and one of them has to stay forever. This is, this is probably the most difficult question you've ever asked. More difficult than the uh, die young or live forever question. Um, I'm going to have to say wings, tacos, burgers, goodbye, pizza forever. Ooh. And that's hard because I like all of those. I like all of those. I can't fault you. I think I'd have only faulted you if you said wings stay forever. Yeah, yeah. They're just not as versatile. You yeah. can get so many different kinds of pizza, burgers, tacos. I just can't imagine That's hard, wings though. forever. I'm going to go with tacos. Yeah. <laughs> Your boy loves him you some fucking to... tacos. Yes, you do. Trent Bruce, do you ever sit there and just reminisce and miss the neon and the geometry and the shapes of the 90s like the whole aesthetic yeah basically the saved by the bell yeah <laughs> uh background or the rocco's or like modern the title life. screen yeah yeah i miss the bright pinks and greens and and yellows and blues um and then just the crazy like the like lisa frank yes um, like coloring kind of gimmicks lisa fucking frank is the og um yeah man i i i that aesthetic i really really love Mm. um uh nick what was all this shit you were saying about the puppy bowl oh i was wondering if you're gonna watch the puppy bowl and then i was wondering if you were gonna bet on the puppy bowl and then i was wondering if you were gonna take the money that you won by betting on the puppy bowl to purchase the rights and the <laughs> of the puppy bowl forever. Is this a dog like a, a race of dogs? Yeah, dude. During the Super Bowl, the Animal Planet does a puppy bowl where they just put a toy football in this cage with a bunch of puppies and they just <laughs> play with it and run back you and forth. You can bet on it. Yeah, you they keep score. It? They totally keep score. It's it's. Oh my gosh! Quite honestly, it's pretty adorable. Um, wow. but that is the puppy bowl. So it sounds like you're not going to put money on it. I got no money on that. Nope. I'm Dang. setting that one out. Dang. The odds, the odds are not in my favor. 
Oh dear. Um, you know who just I joined haven't... the podcast though? <clears throat> Chris Peterson just joined that. the podcast, so we should probably hurry this up and get out of here because nobody wants to talk to him for very long. <laughs> uh, I and my buddy Dustin asked one of those really long math questions about one train leaves from this place, another train leaves from that place, and he typed out this really long question. I just wanted to acknowledge the question. I appreciate him asking the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just too damn long and complicated. I'm sorry, Dustin. It's just not going to happen. I let's appreciate the effort. and I. You want me to ask it? No, let's do it next week. We'll study. We'll do oh. it next week. No, I'm dead serious. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's try to do it. Remember, right. there's no such thing as stupid questions, just stupid people trying to answer them. And that is listener questions <laughs> for the week. Now it's time for a little bit of news. I'm going to send it over to myself for this week in basketball. How about <laughs> da? Did you do that? Just did. Well, I just did. That is a song by Missy Elliott called Hot Boys, which I don't recognize at all, but apparently it was the number one hip-hop track in 2000. And why am I talking about the year 2000? Because the one and only Matt Ishbia was on Michigan State's 2000s championship team. So, who is Matt Ishbia? Matt Ishbia is a former walk-on for the Michigan State University basketball team, and he's also a billionaire. He Whoa, is the president and CEO of United Wholesale Mortgage, a company that was his family's business that he joined up. And at one point in time, they had 12 total employees, and now they are up over 8,000. And I just did a little bit of reading on their on their business and their business model, and they just went public uh, a couple weeks ago. And he's doing Whoa. very well for himself. He's doing very well for that business, and all of the benefits that all of those employees get is insane so he's doing a very he's doing a lot for them which is really cool matt ishbia is important to me because he was my basketball coach when i went to michigan state camp in 2001 is probably i think it must have been 2001 so he was my coach super awesome experience was such a nice dude um what he has done is he just donated $32 million to the Michigan State Athletic Program, which is, not surprisingly, the largest donation that's ever happened for the Michigan State Athletics Program, by far. And he did so because of the impact that it has had on him when he was in college and how it shaped him as a human. Which kind of goes mm-hmm. back to what we've said, or I've said earlier in other episodes with the the fiasco that Michigan State swim team is going with and the importance of college athletics, or just like athletics in general and how it shapes people and turns them into, it can, it can help form great people for the real world, which is what it did for Matt. And so he's giving back in a big way. And he, one of the stipulations that he wants is that the, there's a whole bunch of buildings, and I think the court is going to be named after Tom Izzo, who's our current basketball coach and was his basketball coach, somebody that's really important in his life. 
Um, I'm hoping personally that this saves the swimming and diving program. I hope that they can mm. afford to bring the program back. I don't know how, if they can't now, I don't know what the fuck they need in order to make it happen because this is sure. a lot of money and an extremely generous donation. So shout out Matt Ishbia. He's a fucking G didn't need to do that. Super generous guy. Um, super nice dude. We have other. It's so cool that you know him too. Yeah. I mean, he probably doesn't probably does not recognize me at this point. Um, but yeah, he was my basketball coach. It was, it was pretty tight. And I, yeah, I remember awesome. this. He was, he's like five foot 10, tiny little white dude. Um, but such a nice, nice guy. He's such a nice guy. He was always there for us. We were there for one or two weeks or something. So personable. I still remember a, a couple kids that were on that team with me. Um, it was, that was a really fun time in my life, and, and he was a big part of it. So big cool. props to him, um, big props to Michigan State, and hopefully we can start turning that shit around. Also what's going on in basketball, Jimmy Butler is back from being sick with COVID-19, and he looks just as good as ever, which is awesome. Brandon, friend of the pod, and I are going to make some basketball, or going to make some shirts for uh, for Jimmy Butler's coffee company, Big Head Coffee Company. We'll see how that goes. Wait, we what? Want one? What? Yeah, we're going to start. We're we're already in the process of designing shirts for Jimmy's Big Head Coffee Company. Because, you going to see if he like sees it or something? Well, I don't know about. I don't know. I, we gotta we gotta see what happens with that. But he doesn't have any merch available, and that shit would sell like hotcakes. So we're gonna start making it, and see if wow. we can get on his radar. Cool. Jimmy Butler is the man. Also, the NBA may hold an All Star game this year, which would be the most insignificant and pointless game in the history of professional sports, because yes. we literally do not need this. There is no benefit to anyone playing in this game. Why not just vote for your All-Stars, be done with it. It's not like baseball where it affects who has home field advantage or home court advantage in the in the fucking championship. It's, there's none of that. Nobody yeah. wins at all. It would only cause just injury a big party. or maybe get people sick. It's, it's just a big, stupid party. Just give them their awards. Call it a weekend. Give them a break. They're going to need it anyway. And then also, let's go back to a bubble because people are getting sick, and that's also not good. And last but not least, I talked about it earlier, NCAA football is back. Let's go. 2023. I can't wait. Already taking applications for who wants to be in the online dynasty. Let's fucking do this. That's this week in basketball. (laughs) Trent Bruce. (laughs) Tell me what's going on in wrestling. D'Lo Brown's music. I don't know. That was totally random, but I really like that song. That was D'Lo Brown for back in the day. <laughs> this week in wrestling, uh, been a lot of stuff going on. Um, the Royal Rumble, as we said, was Sunday. Um, this time last year, I was there in person with a bunch of my dear friends and my stepdad, 
It was one of the coolest fucking wrestling memories of my life. Besides going to WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble is so cool. Um, so many of my buddies that are non-wrestling fans even enjoy it. Nick watched it. He had his friend watch it. It's crazy. We did a pool. I had a little bit of a Zoom on there. Um, and so we had a couple guys on there. That was fun. Um, but man, it's just so fun because it's so quick and there could be so many surprises happen. Um, overall, the whole pay-per-view was very entertaining. Um, I made pulled pork. I got up early that day, had it slow cooked for eight hours. It was bomb. And, uh, yeah, man, we had a great time. Um, fun fact, the Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre match, which Goldberg lost, was only two and a half minutes long from bell to bell. That's just a fun fact of why are we doing these matches with Goldberg? He's old as hell. What is he proving? He didn't even win. Why was that on the card? Um, oh, took old him, ass lost. It took him like f- probably four times the amount of time just to come out to the ring as the match was. Um, Edge uh, came back as the number one entrant. He ended up winning the whole thing. Um, cool story. I hope they do something cool with him winning. A lot of times they'll bring back older people, kind of take over a big match that could be some younger talent. I hope they do something cool with him um, and don't totally throw away that opportunity. Because Edge has already cemented his career 10 years ago. He doesn't need this to elevate his career. Um, So he showed up last night on NXT and he called out Pete Dunne and Finn Balor, who's the NXT champ, and said, you know, one championship I've never held, and it's this title. Um, so that's exciting. I don't oh, think he'll shit. challenge for the NXT title, but that was a really cool, like, could this happen? We'll see. Um, and that would be an interesting match. Um, and Bianca Belair won the Women's Royal Rumble, which is well-deserved. She's been working her ass off, and it's very entertaining, um, very unique, and has a cool move set and is just fun to watch. So yeah. good on her. She was a homegrown talent through NXT and developed and then is now on Raw. So good for her. Not to be that and sports I, guy, but she's also really attractive. Oh, she's she is pretty, yes. <laughs> um, and friend of the pod, uh, Shane Leary and I made a side bet um, for our Chili Club picks. Um, every pay-per-view, a group of us put in picks to see who wins. Whoever has the most points at the end gets the title for the month. I lost by one point, so I'm pretty disappointed about that. Um, I made a deal with him, and it will air on the podcast live, so you'll have to see uh, when that happens, what I have to do, and uh, we'll leave it at that. What in the I made fuck a deal. are you talking about? I, I made a deal, and I lost by a point, so that's to be determined. Um, I don't like the sound uh, of this. I might be implicated in this, whatever's happening. No, you're not. It's it's fine. Um, mm. So, <laughs> I'll tell you in a bit. Um, so, on AEW last night, uh, Kinta, who fights in New Japan Pro Wrestling, showed up and... Uh, took out John Moxley. So that is kind of hinting at is New Japan Pro Wrestling going to have a crossover with 
AEW? Are these wrestlers going to go back and forth? Are they going to have like an invasion type angle where they fight each other? Is this cross-branded? What does that mean? So that's pretty interesting. Uh, we'll see what happens there. And for the pay-per-view happening on Valentine's Day, uh, Finn Balor and Pete Dunne are fighting for the NXT title. That should be a great match. Um, and that is This Week in Wrestling. You got anything for hip-hop, Nicholas? I do just a little bit. What do we know about that? Apparently, T.I. and his <laughs> wife, Tiny, do some sort of really nasty sexual stuff. And it's coming out. Might be even illegal. We still are yet to hear what's going on. What? Illegal? It sounds as if there's allegations of sexual abuse, but not amongst themselves, but within various partners they bring into their personal relationship. Whoa. And it could get even worse than that. But... Those are all allegations at this point, and I think you have a little bit of news about Complex Twitch and your boy Colby Groves. <laughs> what a weird transition. Um, Colby is going live on Twitch um, again tomorrow at 4 p.m. California time. Um, he's a beat maker and a producer, so if you guys like hip-hop and beat making, uh, I plan on being on Twitch tomorrow at 4. It's fun. We can live chat talk shit to the other guy and to other people in there, but also like see some really cool beat making happening right in front of you. Um, they get like a random beat and a theme and they have to make it in about 40 minutes. So it's fun uh, and it's free to do. So check it out and support Colby on uh, Complex's Twitch channel tomorrow at four. That's all I got, buddy. All right. You got any shout outs or anything? I do not. I think I did all my shout outs I needed to do. That was episode 37 of another shitty podcast. This is Nick Grace and Trent Bruce signing off. Friendly reminder, we do have more mugs available for you to buy if you want them. They're super awesome, made by Cameron Robinson in Indiana. They're indestructible, just like me. Neither of us can die. This was episode 37 of Another Shitty Podcast. We do this show every Thursday live at noon on Instagram Live. You can tune in to at G or at Trent Bruce and you can watch us. Or if you miss it, you can just go anywhere podcasts are available to stream, like Apple and Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, others. They exist. We're there. Lolo Jones, you're the reason for the season. Congratulations on your medal. We'll see you later, guys. Thank you for everything. Have a good week, guys. Peace. nice and rainy outside, but no one cares about that. It's not about the rain. 
It's what the rain represents. Life is always giving you a test. Trying to give you a way out. Trying to give you an excuse not to show up. This is my excuse today. But guess what? You gotta have the mentality to show up every fucking day of your life. No matter what life throws at you. It's our responsibility to show up to the Coliseum of life. Prepare for fucking battle. I don't care what you're going through, what life's throwing at you. It's your responsibility to find your new 100%. Take it upon yourself to do that. Stay hard.